Uh, Daniel says, Marcus, how about ankle bracelets to keep people within the five-kilometre perimeter of their hotspots? And if they exceed the five-kilometre, alarms go off in a painful electric current. No, Dan, no. Jesus, where are we? This is Sydney, Australia. No, no to ankle bracelets, for God's sake. I don't know whether you're kidding or not. I hope you are. Mark Latham, good morning to you, mate. Good morning, Marcus. Those ankle bracelets, that's got to be a G-up, hasn't it? I think it is. I think it is. Seriously suggesting that. I think it's a parody on how uh, draconian the restrictions have become. Yeah, I think so, mate. Uh, Look, we've got 300 ADF personnel um, that are going to be splintered across uh, all of these local government areas, all eight of them now that are considered hotspots. People can't go outside without wearing masks. They can't travel five kilometres outside of their LGA unless there are special circumstances. Where are we? Well, we're in a dangerous place where I think the Berejiklian government having allowed the outbreak to start with that unvaccinated transport driver at Mascot Airport, they've lost control now of um, the virus. The number of um, wild cases in the community, either people not isolating when they're infected or the government just not knowing where the cases have come from and where they're going to, uh, they outnumber now by far each day the number of people with the COVID actually isolating. So... Uh, it's lost control at that point. That's why the numbers grow day by day. I think it was a shock to people yesterday to see them get into the 200s for the first time. Oh, yes, 229. I mean, incredible. And 60, um, I think it was around 60, still infectious while circulating through the community. And that doesn't all go well for future numbers. I mean... No, and a bigger a bigger number again and still under investigation. The contact traces are still trying to work out what happened with infections they discovered 10 days ago. There's a huge backlog now, and and that means the government's lost control of what's happening. They're, they're bringing in the army there. I, I just um, think that this is probably, at this stage, um, there, there would have been better alternatives on principle. Yeah, I don't like the idea of using our military against our people. The COVID challenge is a domestic policing challenge. And, you know, look at uh, highway traffic control police. There's hardly anyone on the roads. Uh, They could have been diverted. Look at uh, transit police. Look at the special constables supposed to be guarding government buildings in Sydney that are actually closed. Very true. So I think you had the spare police resources, uh, at least 300, uh, to come in and to only use the army as an absolute last resort. Yeah, uh, that's true. You're right. There, uh, why can't we divert uh, New South Wales taxpayer resources away from areas that uh, obviously uh, aren't seeing uh, much uh, pedestrian traffic? You're right, like the, the marshals, the sheriffs and everybody involved in uh, in policing the state of New South Wales. While, look, I, I, I do like the idea of the Australian Defence Force coming in to assist, you know, during times of natural disasters. But this isn't a natural disaster. It's, a, as you say, a, a medical and policing emergency. It is. And I just wonder, with some of the communities we're talking about who came to Australia from war-torn countries, mm. uh, you know, you really got to hope that this is not counterproductive and, and we have some sort of problem on the streets. I, I just think it was smarter, safer and more effective in the first instance to get those extra resources. You know, I was on a train yesterday in and out of work. There's no one on the trains. We certainly don't need transit police. I don't know where the transit police are, yep. but they would be available to go into these Western Sydney places. 
we would have the resources. And then the other absurdity is are the police uh, worried about people walking outside on the beachside suburbs. There hasn't been a single COVID transmission outdoors. Get those police into the hotspots where they're needed. All right, uh, something that uh, came up and I've been discussing on the program over the last couple of days is the health advice. Now, it's pretty obvious we are facing the toughest restrictions that we've ever seen here in Australia's largest city. But we're based, uh, we're told that the health advice is this. We know that there's been different uh, uh, um, scenarios where, to be honest, uh, we've had the Deputy Premier throwing his hands up in the air, being a bit confused by it all. Dr Kerry Chant, I know they're working very hard, and I don't mean to be personally critical, but what is the health advice that is leading to all of these harsh restrictions, and why is it that opposition MPs, including even yourself, Mark, and, and Chris Menz, and those within Labor, and uh, Shooters, Fishers, everybody, why isn't the health advice being shared more publicly? Well, it should, it should be. Have, Every yeah. day it should be posted on the website so people can read it and see well, the justification for these decisions. We know, yeah. for instance, construction was closed down uh, without health advice and now they're reopening it at huge economic costs because of a, a two-week shutdown that achieved nothing. And the other one, Marcus, is I can't believe there's health advice to say that Pfizer vaccine should be taken away from 70, 80-year-olds, middle-aged people people with chronic health conditions in rural New South Wales and diverted to kids in the city for the HSC. For 18 months we've been hearing that young people are at far lower level of risk about COVID. The real danger uh, is the oldies and some of the middle-aged dying. Well, why would you be diverting vaccines to the youngest age group that you can find? There can't be any health advice along those lines, I'm certain. Well, I think they need they they did try and uh, prove the reason for that yesterday by releasing all of the advice, and it's very clear that well, what do we got? No, 188 infections of people under the age of 10. I mean, they're not sitting their HSE, but what they are saying now, effectively, the New South Wales government, from the health advice, quote unquote, that we don't get to see, is that you know it is at this. Delta variant is extremely contagious and it's affecting more younger people than older people. That's that's the information they're putting out. Perhaps, Mark, that is to justify why they think they need to take away the Pfizer doses from regional areas and, and bring them into the city so that they can get HSC students back for face-to-face teaching. Yeah, but isn't the health advice to stop people from dying well, and to yes. minimise the number in intensive care on ventilators? Yep. And, and, of course, the, the, the people who passed away, I haven't heard any 18-year-olds who passed away, um, in a much, a, a much a higher age bracket, and yeah. that obviously should be the first priority. And, Mark, we also, you know, about HSE students, we've got healthcare, frontline healthcare and aged care workers who still haven't been vaccinated. And I would have thought in the schools, you know, some elderly teachers, yep. they haven't been vaccinated. That's right. Yep. No, it's true. It's a mess. The whole thing is a mess. I don't know what the answer is, but certainly there should be a little bit uh, more transparency out there. And, uh, you know, I mentioned earlier, the more people, I guess, that are able to, to view what Dr. Kerry Chant and, and others within New South Wales Health, what's the data that all of these decisions are being made on? You know, uh, we need more eyes on it because obviously what's happening at the moment isn't working. Well, my understanding is there's very little focus on medium-term strategy. That This uh, crisis cabinet they have and their daily press conferences are very much about the next 24 hours. There's a lot of media management going on. 
and that's <laughs> yes. why there's so many erratic decisions being made. So All right. it is a mess, and I don't think it's getting any better. 